Let us just pray. Our Lord God, we hear the words of Scripture. Lord, we ask that we may make them a part of our lives, that we may know them, that we may trust them. Lord, we ask that you open our hearts and our minds by your Holy Spirit, that we may hear your word afresh and anew today. We pray this in the name of Jesus Christ, our Lord and Saviour. Amen. Now we're starting our new series for the month of February. And the topic is on trust. It's a good topic. It's a topic that we're going to, believe it or not, we're going to weave throughout all of this year. Just looking at trust. And our key verse that's going to be running through all of these four weeks is this one up on the screen. And on the front of the, the monthly newsletter is from Proverbs 3, verse 5 and 6. And it reminds us, trust in the Lord with all your heart. Do not depend on your own understanding. Seek his will in all you do and he will show you which path to take. What a glorious description of how we should be trusting. But see, the thing is, when we think about trust... Do we actually do it? Do we actually have trust? You know, I, I tend to sit in meetings in churches um, quite a lot. I don't know. It's, it goes with part of the territory. And, and the bigger the meeting, the more academic the meeting gets, the more hierarchical the meeting gets, I think the more distrust happens. Unfortunately, when I've been observing churches around the place and when I've had the opportunity to go to other churches, there is a distinct lack of trust within the church, within the leadership, lack of trust in God, lack of trust in scripture, lack of trust in salvation. So what we're going to do is we're going to focus in on a few areas over this coming weeks. We're going to focus in and have a look at trust. The question from us today, we're going to kick it off with a big one. Do you trust God? That's a big question, isn't it? Do we actually trust God? We turn up here day in, day out, every week, every month, once a year, do we trust God? Do we trust God to lead your life? And I like that answer. You got there, yes. Do we actually let God lead our lives? Do we trust this? See, some people will say, I have faith in God. But is that the same as saying, I have trust in God? Is faith the same as trust? If not, what is the difference? See, faith really is a noun when you look at it. It is something that we have. Let's, let's just have a little look. Hebrews 11, verses, uh, verse 1. Now faith is the substance of things hoped for, the evidence of things not seen. So it's, it's something that we have. We have faith in God. We may have faith in scripture, we may have faith in the church, we may have faith in lots of things. 
But faith is not trust. See, trust is a verb. Faith is a noun. We have it. There it is. Trust is something that we do. Trust is really faith in action when we want to look at it. It's the manifestation of the faith. It's the manifestation of our thoughts and it's put it into actions. While faith might say this, God can do this, trust says God is doing this. So does your faith lead to trust in God? Do you really let God lead your life? Do you trust God to do that? See, if we really do this, if we really trust in God, then we're going to start to think and act differently. We're going to start to actually act according to that trust. It is far easier to have faith in God because even people who are unbelievers can have faith in God. It's a lot harder to actually exercise that trust in God. I want you to think about how much you actually trust God. What is the level of your trust like with God right now? This isn't about beating yourself up, not because you, because you don't trust God enough. I don't want you to go there. Everyone should, you know, if, we, if we're really serious with ourselves, everyone really should in this room today be saying, I want to trust God more in this area in my life. I want us to actually think maybe, why don't we trust God? I don't want us to feel bad and go and put ourselves down. I want us to analyse ourselves and go, what can we do? What is it that's going to lift my level of trust? Do you really want to trust God? That's the question. Do you want to trust God every day? Do you want to trust in the freedom that that gives to have trust? As I said, trust is faith in action. So the question is, why should we trust God? It's a big question. Why should we trust God? Let's go to Scripture. Let's hear this for ourselves. Jeremiah 29 verse 11 says this. For I know the plans, notice this, I know, for I know the plans I have for you, declares the Lord. Plans to prosper you and not to harm you. Plans to give you hope and a future. This one verse sums up why we should trust in God. God has a plan for us, for the church for us as individuals. Plans not only, you know, God's not sitting up there going, I'm going to smite you, I'm going to do that. Plans to want to prosper you and not to harm you. Plans to give you hope. Plans to give you a future. These big, big things. And we had our reading from Romans. And that's the fulfilling of the plan in Jesus Christ. Plans to prosper you, plans not to harm you, plans to give you hope, and your future is found in Christ. He wants us to give us hope in this world. 
He wants to make sure that we have a tomorrow which is under control because he, our future plans are already laid out for us. God doesn't want to harm you. God wants the best for you. He wants to protect you. Psalm 91, verse 2 says this. I will say of the Lord, he is my, what? my refuge and my fortress, my God in whom I trust. Isn't this an amazing thing? Because you, you actually find shelter in the plans of God. God wants to protect you, to give you hope for the future. This is why we should trust in our God. We find refuge there. If we, you know, and I just want to quickly read to you and hear the words of finding shelter, finding hope, finding security in this psalm. Psalm 91, it's not too long, it's all, verse 1 or 3 to 16, it's not a long psalm. But whoever dwells in the shelter of the Most High, so coming into the shelter of the Most High, will rest in the shadow of the Almighty. So we're resting in within God's grace. I say of the Lord, he is my refuge and my fortress, my God in whom I trust. Surely he will save you from the fowler's snare. He's going to save you. So he's protecting you, giving you plans. And from the deadly pestilence, still protecting. He will cover you with his feathers and under his wings you will find refuge, protection again. His faithfulness will be your shield, protection again. And ramparts and you will not fear protection, hope, future, the terror of the night, nor the arrow that flies by day, nor the pestilence that stalks in the darkness, nor the plague that destroys at midday. A thousand may fall at your side, ten thousand at your right hand, but it will not come near you. You will only observe with your eyes and see the punishment of the wicked. God is protecting us. If you say, the Lord is my refuge, and you make the most high your dwelling, no harm, notice this, no harm will overtake you. No disaster will come near your tent. For he will command his angels. God is protecting us, concerning you to guard you in all your ways guiding you, giving you the right paths. They will lift you up in their hands so that you will not strike your feet against a stone. You will tread on the lion and the cobra and you will trample the great lion and the serpent because he loves me, says the Lord, and I will rescue him and I will protect him from, for he acknowledges my name. He will call on me and I will answer him and I will be with him in trouble. I will deliver him and honour him with a long life. I will satisfy and show him my salvation. If you ever thought that you need someone you could trust to help you, to protect you, just read these verses in Psalm so that we can actually know this. Psalm 91 is verses that show that God protects us, guides us, gives us a future. God wants you to trust him. But how much do you really trust God? Do you trust God not to, to harm you? Do you trust God to give you hope for the future? Do you trust God to protect you in all that you do? See, the thing is about trust. 
when other people want you to trust, want your trust in you, you actually have to give up something. Say you want to trust that other person, you actually have to give up something. It might be that you want to lend them an expensive item. It might be a car, it might be a lawnmower, it might be your phone, it might be something, but you're trusting them. You're giving up holding on to that item and you're trusting them. There's a physical action that we do when we trust somebody. We give up ownership and claim on that item for a while and we trust the other person to have it. We may trust people not only with items but with love, with time, with energy. It means that you need to leave yourself vulnerable. Either a little bit or a lot, depends on the level of trust that you have. You leave yourself vulnerable to disappointments, to frustration and even to hurt. See, trust always has vulnerability as a part of it. And in my limited understanding of the human mind, and you know, I'm not, not that wonderful on the human mind, I gather that this vulnerability that we have when we need to trust somebody is actually the reason that people don't trust. We play it in, in, out in scenarios when we say, what if this happens? Then how could I trust them? What if we pray to God to change the weather for a special date when we're going to do something outside and it rains? Can I trust God? We play that what-if scenario because we want something. But that's not really trusting in God, is it? That's trying to convince God to do something rather than trusting what God is going to do. But when we truly trust in God... When we take it out of the world's frame, out of the hurt, out of the problems, and when we actually trust in God, and when we trust in what Scripture says about God, instead of leaving ourselves open to the vulnerabilities of pain and loss and hurt, we actually open ourselves up into the vulnerabilities of having peace given to you, of having faith and having joy in your life of actually having confidence in the future. When we truly trust God, away goes those areas of pain and hurt and in comes confidence in our future because of the peace and faith and joy that we find in Jesus Christ. So why do we trust in God? Why do we have confidence in God? when we may distrust things in the world, 
when we may distrust other people. It's because of Jesus. And this is where I want us to get to in our scripture reading from today, from Romans 8. Romans 8, verse 31. I'm just going to go through it with you. What then shall we say in response to these things? If God is for us, who can be against us? What a question of trust, isn't it? If God is for you, then who can be against you? So I trust in God. Why do we trust in God? Because he didn't spare his own son. He gave him up for us all. How will he not also, along with him, graciously give up all things? Who will bring any charge against those who God has chosen? It is God who justifies. So if we're worried about eternal punishment, if we're worried about our eternal life, we shouldn't. If we're worried about our life here and now, we shouldn't because God is for us. God is with us. God is the one who justifies us. Who then is the one who condemns? No one because Christ Jesus, who died more than that, who also raised to life, is at the right hand of God and is also interceding for us. We are trusting because Christ has done the actions at Easter, has died and rose again and is praying at the right hand of God for us right now. Who shall separate us from the love of Christ? Shall trouble or hardship or persecution or famine or nakedness or danger or sword? So these are the things, all those things that are just listed in Scripture there. They're the things that tend to erode trust the problems the heartaches the problems that come up but their scripture is saying we don't even need to worry because none of that will actually touch us eternally because we have christ they may harm us here and now but we have more than conquered all those things in christ jesus as it is written For your sake we face death all day long. We are considered as sheep to be slaughtered. It's just realising that we, when we trust God, we're putting ourselves out there for people to put us down, harm us, and especially if you are not living in a country like Australia. If you're living in a place where there is persecution against those who call upon the name of Christ, this is there all the time. And guess what? Their level of trust in God is far higher than ours and they face these dangers all the time. Yet in our comfortable lifestyle, our trust in God is diminished. Maybe the thing is we do need some hardship in our life in order to place our trust in something even bigger. Now, I don't want that to happen. And I'm not saying that we should go around and you know, create hardship in our life. But it's in those moments that we either choose not to trust God or we choose to trust in God. 
it's in those defining moments when things are hard, when the chips are down, that we really know where we can trust and where we turn. Do we turn to God in prayer? Or do we go, woe is me? When we are persecuted because of our faith, we're standing up and putting our faith into action. We're showing that trust. No, in all these things, we are more than conquerors through him who loved us. So we find our power and our strength in Christ, in God. For I am convinced... You know, this is one of the areas, this is one of the pieces of scripture that I love using at funerals because it reminds us that it doesn't matter even though we have died, that God is there for us and always. And we can trust our loved ones to the hands of God. We can trust ourselves to the hands of God. For I am convinced neither death nor life, neither angels nor demons, neither the present nor the future, nor any powers, neither height nor depths, nor anything else in all creation will be able to separate us from the love of God that is in Christ Jesus our Lord. So why do, we, why do we trust in God? Because nothing can separate us from the love of God. Love of God found in Christ. Why should we trust God? Because Christ has done this amazing thing for us. Because we've got access to eternal life. Yes, we may have transient heartaches and problems in our lives, but we can still trust in our Lord. We can still trust in God even during all those things. It is in this, it is in this God, the one who's there for us, who as Jeremiah says, I know the plans I have for you, declares the Lord, plans to prosper you and not to harm you, plans to give you hope and a future. It is in this God that we trust because nothing can separate us from the love of God in Christ. Let's just pray together. Oh Lord God, we want to make this scripture true in our lives. We want to move beyond faith and step into trust with our lives to reflect our minds, attitudes towards you. Lord, help us to trust you more deeply. May the things that are stopping us from loving you and displaying your love in our life, may we put them aside so that we can trust you deeply, so we can openly come to you and claim the power and glory only you can give us because you have plans for us. You are prospering us. You are leading us into a future where your love is true and apparent. We pray this in your holy name. Amen.